Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, May 9th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by my co-host here, Monday and Tuesdays, Big Marcel. What's going on, my friend? How are you? Yeah, all good. How are you? I mean, I'm not doing too bad, Marcel. Uh, looking forward to talking about UFC 274 with you. Uh, UFC, you know, they used to have, like, the name beside the the, the event. Like, they call it, like, the Uprising or, like, Knockout yeah. or Validation. They should have called it UFC 274, the shit show, because that's what this event was. It was a total shit show, Marcel. <laughs> on paper, I mean, it, it looked like one of the better cards of the year, right? I don't think it played out that way. We got to be honest on the, on this uh, podcast. We always are. There was a few good fights, but overall, Marcel, I, like of the pay-per-views, I'm pretty sure it was the worst one of the year so far, right? I mean, there were two really bad fights on it. I think one fight was 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 quality. You know, I think it was a quality fight. You know, it was actually on the prelim, supposed to be. Uh, and the other two fights were spectacular, you know. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was one of those events. I, I just don't think it really lived up to the hype. But that happens sometimes, you know. And you really never know how these fights are going to play out until the guy, the fighters step into the cage. And we'll see what happens. Uh, and, and we'll see what happens. Um, lots to talk about this card, man. A lot. We've got some guys in the chat. Tristan, John, Glenn, Joe. What's going on, guys? All of our uh, regulars here. Uh, glad to have you guys here as always. There's a lot to talk about on this card. So I, I think we'll start off at the top as always. Marcel, work our way down the card. Uh, you know, might as well start with picks. I mean, it was a pretty good night. I got nine right. Uh, I, I There was a couple underdogs that I had a feeling might win and just couldn't pull the trigger. Kind of wish I did now in hindsight, but it is what it is. But I know that uh, you, I want to give you credit, Marcel. Even though the fight was shit, you did call as far as, as, far as a winning, which we'll talk about in a few minutes. And I think we both picked Randy Brown as a dunder at the time he was the underdog, so that was a really good pick, I think, by us. Um, but yeah, I mean, overall, not a bad night like for me. Um, just a few fights I didn't have good real, but overall, like I was just thinking about how we like the, the way we broke down the fights. I think we both had decent reads on these fights, so mm-hmm. it, it, it played out for the most part kind of like I, I thought it would. Um, we got local in the chat as well. What's going on? Let's let's get through these fights. So let's start with the main event. We got to start with Friday. At the wind. So it's Friday, Friday. I know. <laughs> That's, that was the worst song of all time, by the way. But <laughs> so I was watching the weigh-ins, and you know, it's getting to almost two o'clock, and all there is nowhere to be found. And I'm just like, I'm getting concerned at that point. Uh, like, where is this guy? He finally comes on, obviously steps on the scale, 0.5 over, gets an hour to cut the weight, comes back 0.5 over again. Um, loses his belt in the scale. First time UFC history of fighters lost the belt in the scale. Now at that point, we just thought, you know, this is just a typical weight miss uh, in a title fight, which has never happened before. But just a guy missing weight. Of course, now we know, Marcel, there was a little bit more to the story. The scale in the back was off by 0.5, mm-hmm. apparently. And Oliveira was convinced that he had made the weight, but he didn't. There's just a lot to talk about. Obviously, here's the thing. I do think there is something to this because otherwise Dana White would have been way more pissed. And he was very understanding at the press conference. He's like, there's a problem with the scale. He thinks someone might have touched the scale in the back. And he says they want to have security guards next to it from now on, which I'm surprised they hadn't done that already, Marcel. Yeah. <laughs> right? And you can just go, like, me and you can just, like, from there, go and fuck with the scale and screw someone over. So, listen, I, I do think there's something to that. At the end of the day, though, only him and Norman Dumont miss weight in the whole card, you know? So, you know, Adam? It's a tough one, man. Go ahead. Give me your thoughts. The, there were many point fives, you know, uh, there was. on that card. So, you know, it's uh, difficult, you know. Um, the thing is, like, I think if this happens, you have a way, you have a scale back in the backstage where, where, they, where they weigh in. You have a scale uh, on the podium, obviously, you know. Maybe have a third 
uh, scale somewhere. So if uh, if you weigh in in the back and you're on weight, and you go on the podium and you're not on weight, you can say, "Hey, fuck it, give me the third uh, scale somewhere and let me weigh in on that one." And that will also go, well calibrated, of course, you know. And let me weigh in on that one. And if that one says you're on weight, you know, you're on weight, you know, then there's maybe something off with the scale on the podium because they didn't check that scale on the podium at all, you know. And may and listen. First word only Ariana Carnelosi and Norma Dumont who said something about it, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, Yeah, maybe they're backing the Brazilian. Mm -hmm. But then Match Now also came out mm -hmm. and said, like, I was heavier uh on the podium than I was uh, on in backstage. So there was something to it, you know. So yeah. um yeah, and uh, the thing is it kind of sucks, dude, to get your belt taken away by 0. 0.5. You know, it's like it <laughs> it's it's like what's point five? What is that? Is that this? What I have here in my hand, my, my ear, my earplugs? You know, what is point? It's not even that's even it's a little more than that, I think. But yeah, yeah I know what you're saying. Uh, can they ask you a question though? Like, yeah. I came back at the same weight, and yeah, he was but... asked at the press conference, "Why didn't you shave your hair?" And he didn't really answer the question. He just said, "We were we were, we were confident we were on weight." I'm just saying you should have broken all the stops at that point to get on, like to get as close as you could. Like, what yeah. did he even? I guess you know, his body stopped sweating. I think that's what yeah, for life. sure. Because yeah. I think we 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 messaged each other uh, personal message, and you were scared, and I was actually he will get that off. The, I was that really scared. I, when he, and, when he, yeah, I was scared. <laughs> but when I thought about it, I was like, dude, if he stops sweating, he might probably be fucked. You know, because yep. it's very difficult to get it off then. Yeah. So, uh, but the thing is, if he was convinced. That his weight was good in the back. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying in the back, his weight is good. And he goes up the podium and it's still 0.5 over. Why would you shave your hair then? You know what I mean? If you yeah. are good at the back. But we don't know that exact thing, what happened in the back from, from the back to, to the podium. So uh, to the stage, I should say. Why should I say podium? To the stage. So we don't exactly know. So mm -hmm. if he was on weight in the back, he probably was like, fuck it. I'm not going not gonna to shave my hair off. You yeah. know? So, yeah. I get it. I'm just saying, like, it's it's tough. Anyway, it's a shitty situation, man. It sucks. Mm -hmm. Because not only did he miss weight, now he lost the belt. He lost 30% of his purse as well, Marcel. Um, and I think it does, you know, you look at his record now, he won't have that extra title defense. Now he's got to start a new reign as a champion. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, interrupt the streak. It's very disappointing, man. I, I, I feel for the guy. It sucks. But, you know, there's rules in the sport, unfortunately – you have to make 155 in the dot for a championship fight. It sucks. That's the case. I don't, I never really liked how the non title fights got an extra pound. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's weird. It's I weird never really liked that. I, yeah. I, I, when I started watching the sport, I didn't know this, you know. Yeah. So when yeah. I saw, I was like, why they can be over, you know? And then I see like you get an extra pound, uh, uh, you get an extra pound when it's not a title fight. I was like, it's kind of weird, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just kind of weird. Um, then you could why you have to make. I know it's the rules, guys. So don't say like it's the rules. I know, but why you have to make one fifty five on the dot on the title fight, and you can be one fifty five point five or one fifty six if it's a non title fight because it's the same weight class. You know what I mean. So right. it's kind of weird that those kind of things are are different. You know. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Anyways, at the end of the day, it sucks. But here's the thing. So. I'm gonna ask you a question here. When he missed weight, did you consider mm -hmm. switching your pick? Or you no, well, I, sorry, you picked Gaethje anyway. I already picked Gaethje. My, my apologies. <laughs> sorry, my apologies. You did pick Gaethje. So for me, it was tough because last week Rob fought missed weight, and I mm -hmm. didn't switch my pick. And I thought about it, and I didn't, and he lost the fight. And I really thought about it, but at the same time, I was like, you know what? It's only half a pound. It, what it fought was worse. 
because he had, you know he stopped swinging at two and a half pounds you mm-hmm. know Marcel that was a, more of an issue I think with this it was like only half a pound he didn't look like he was sick on, or anything on the scale it just looked like it was a miscalculation at the same time though I you know fighters that miss weight this year haven't done very well historically it's like 50 50 I want to say it's not really historically I think if you look at all the weight misses you have the history it's not really like an advantage or disadvantage overall, you know? But I think every every uh, situation is different. And if a guy looks like he's really struggling, like Rob Font, it's, I mean, that's the, the, you know, maybe you could switch it then. But in this case, I didn't switch it. I'm glad I stuck to my guns with the solution. But, but what are you say, though? Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think he didn't look good on, on the scale, dude. He looked really – his his jaws looked like Tony Ferguson. Yeah, you know? yeah. I don't like know how really, much guy used to make 145. How the hell did he make 145? Yeah, crazy <laughs> to me, you know. And that's why he probably didn't make 145 many times when he was yeah. uh, pretty much – By the way, over. this is his he fifth time weighed... missing weight. Fifth time in the yeah. UFC, Marcel. First in lightweight, but fifth time. That's a lot of weight misses, right? Actually, I think it was actually a sixth time because oh one God. fight got pulled. So he got pulled because he didn't weigh in. So – yeah, he has a he has a, a history record for not yeah. weighing in on the dot, you know. But yeah. there wasn't been a problem so far at lightweight. Yeah, so, I know. I mean, and point five, dude, point five is such a, sh- a shitty way to lose your title. You know what I mean? If it was two pounds, three pounds, nobody would have complained. Everybody would yeah. have, would have been like, "Yeah, your own fault." You know, but point five, yeah. and also like, I was talking to uh, one of my friends, and my friends was like, "What do you think about it?" I was like, "Dude." For me, listen, it's probably not fair, but if I was a commissioner and I see 0. 0.5, I would say 155. You know what I mean? Did I know watch, you can't do that. Did you watch it's the like, way? Did you see the guy with yeah. he's like yeah. the old school scale? It's like yeah. dip, dip, dip. like yeah. I'm like, but, there's gotta be a better way. It's 2022. There's gotta be a more like definite way to weigh these guys in, right? Adam. Yeah, Adam. Let, let's be honest. You you are the, the commissioner, mm-hmm. right? And you see a guy uh weighing in at 155.5. You know he goes back to to the to the back. One hour to make weight. He comes back. You know, he tried hard, probably, you know, and he goes back and says, you see 155. Dude, say 155. You know what I mean? What's 0.5? I, I know there's our commissioners and they, they can't do it. But it's like, I said to my friend, it's like, probably these guys are the guys who got picked on in school early, you know, and so now, <laughs> now they are extra strict. You know you what know, I mean? I want to but... bring up a, a, another situation. I was in Montreal when GSP yeah. fought Nick Diaz. And the rumor was he was like 155.2, but they yeah. let him, they rounded it down to 155. I believe that I'm looking right now, actually at the weighing pictures, that was a digital scale. That wasn't yeah. the traditional scale, which brings me to the next point. Do you think they should go to the digital scales or are you okay yeah. with the old school 1950s or whatever, 1850s? Yeah. <laughs> if the digital scale is rightly calibrated, for, for sure, man. And then we yeah. don't see a guy like tick, 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 tick the whole damn time. It looks so stupid, you know? And uh, I, know. For ex- I think, uh, do you remember, for example, the the Khabib versus Gaethje fight in yeah. Abu Dhabi? And I'm a huge Khabib fan, yeah. but that was fishy as hell, you know? Remember yeah. that he unlocked the weight and you saw it going above and it's like 155. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really fast. I know. Like when it was, yeah. Anyways, it really sucks that he missed weight. But let's talk about the fight quickly because we haven't even talked about the fight itself. Yeah, crazy, right? It was a great fight. You know, obviously he would have won the fifty thousand dollars performance bonus too, Marcel. Mm-hmm. He kind of screwed himself out of that bonus. He lost a lot of money for this weight miss, like potentially hundreds of thousands. Dana did say he's still getting his pay per view points for this fight, but he said for the next fight they're not sure now because he's not a champ anymore. So it's really weird. And even even in this fight, he wasn't technically a champ, but they did call him the champion. And then said that he he was 
uh, losing the belt once the fight started, right? Which is weird just, too, right? It's just a UFC promotion, you yes, know what exactly. I mean? So they don't have to uh, change everything and their promos and everything. Yeah. So they can just call him champ until he steps in the, in, in the octagon and then his champ. Exactly, yeah. that, that's what happened. So let's talk about the fight. Um, early on, was not looking good for him. Marcel gets dropped uh, mm -hmm. one time, technically once, but I think it was twice, you know, from what I saw. Maybe one of them he was pulling guard, I guess, um, kind of screwing with Gaethje, but obviously got dropped, knocked down early. Was looking again. good, but then Marcel once again, the striking improvements knocks down Gaethje. You know, guys, Gaethje's only been knocked down two times in the UFC by by uh, Eddie Alvarez with a knee in that brutal knockout. That was in the same. Was one of my favorite fights of all time, by the way. That fight was sick. And this one, that's it, Marcel. Like even Torrey, when he knocked him out, he didn't actually knock him down. He just barraged him against the fence. It's extremely difficult to knock down Jesse Gaethje. The fact Oliver did it is really impressive to me. And then obviously Marcel. Gets his neck and submits him. And I said last week, he doesn't need an actual takedown to win this fight. He just needs to get his back somehow to scramble or something. Or knock him down and, and get him that way. Um, the, the way he got him, it actually had that triangle arm bar, that reverse triangle for a second there too. Like, it was it was insane. You knew that a submission was coming and then obviously he gets the rear naked choke. I'm just blown away by the guy. Like, again, you know, 0.5 champion, not champion, whatever. But as far as the actual performance goes, incredible. Again, right? Like, and again, Marcel, like, it's just like if you look at his resume now, it's just really getting good. And the last four or five wins, Gaethje, Poirier, Chandler, you know, all first Kevin Lee, those are really good wins. But the last three fights in particular showed so much heart, getting raw, getting dropped, and then coming back and winning against elite guys, Marcel Chandler, Poirier, Gaethje. I'm just very blown away by Charles Oliveira, man. I really am because I've been watching a fight for 12 years in the UFC. And I remember like a lot of these early fights, Marcel, where he, again, gave up and quit. I was in Toronto when he fought Cub Swanson. Oh, yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, how about in Saskatoon where he fought Holloway? He's like, oh, my neck hurt, like my throat hurts. And then they also said after like, there was nothing. They said there was no injury. So it was just weird. And you could see like why people were fading the guy forever. But again, Marcel, 12-1 now at lightweight. I mean, he's just an incredible 11-fight win streak. Um, and this fight technically was a lightweight fight, even though it wasn't a lightweight title fight. It was a lightweight fight because it was under 156. So... I'm blown away by the guy. Just give me your thoughts on him overall as like a as a champion. As a he's going to be the Hall of Fame one day for sure too. So give me your thoughts on this guy. Yeah, I think it was amazing what he showed. You know, he came back again. You know, he did yeah. it against Poirier. He did it against uh, Chandler, and he did it again. You know, and against Gaethje. Like I said, if Gaethje hits him, he might go out. He didn't go out, and then um, he knocks down Gaethje and he finishes the fight. I mean, it, it's huge. You know, it's huge what he did. Um, and the thing is, he's not just winning these fights, he's finishing everybody, you know? And that's even more, been even more impressive. Uh, and that's why it sucks even more that he's not the champion now anymore, because yep. he has to pretty much start again for us. Not, not the win streak, but the championship streak, he has to start again. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, an amazing performance. Uh, I think, he, again, a good comeback. Um, what else can you say? And his striking, yeah, it's definitely improved, you know? A lot, a lot improved, and if you look at, at, at the earlier days, and I think, listen, man, the, the, there are a lot of new MMA fans who think, like, this is the Charles Oliveira always been. And that's not true, you know? The no. Charles Oliveira from back in the day, if he got hit well, he he get, he gave, pretty much gave up. Or I don't want to say gave up, but he didn't come back. You know, he was like he was like finished when, when he got in trouble. You know what I mean? And right now, when he gets in trouble, he actually fights better after he gets in trouble. You know, yep. so it's it's really impressive. And uh, man, I can't say anything 
bad about about uh, Charles Oliveira. It's amazing what he showed again. Yeah, I mean, so, he's, he's he's really a stud, man. He really is. And again, you know, he's only 32, Marcel. He's in his prime still. Um, mm -hmm. So, super young in the UFC. Pardon? Pardon? Came super young in the UFC. Yeah, since, since he was 20 years old. That's yeah. crazy, eh? You know, I started covering MMA in 2010, Marcel. That's when he started fighting in the UFC. I've been covering him for a while. So he's like the first year. So I remember him really well. And I'm just blown away by his improvements over the years. So what's next for him? We don't know yet. You know, he called out Connor. I think he beats Connor right now. You know, I don't want to see that fight, dude. I understand the money, but I don't money, want to right? see that. Money, right? Dude, this guy, did you want the countdown, right? You see where he came from, that from yeah, Bella. Of course. Like he comes from the slums, man. Like he, but, but he, can change his, he can really change his family's life and, you know, extended family's life if he gets that fight. Go ahead. Adam, let's be really honest, dude. If the UFC pays him, let's say they pay him 200000 Dollars to fight Islam Makashev, mm -hmm. they pay him one million to fight Conor McGregor. Of course, he takes the second yep. one, but the UFC should pay him more to fight Makachev in my so opinion. So that that and should be the next money. fight. Let, that should yeah. be the fight, right? And by the way, even, so the, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. If they don't give it to Makachev and they and, and Charles wants to wait till December, imagine Volkanovski beating Holloway for the third time. You know, mm -hmm. I have no problem seeing Volkanovski getting an immediate title shot against Oliveira if he beats Holloway again, you know? Absolutely. Yes, no I saw your tweet. I, I agree with that, too. I mean, he's yeah. in the mix, too. But I think Makachev has been waiting a while. I They they want to book this Darius fight, but I don't think we really need to see that fight, to be honest. No, nah, me neither. I don't see why they are yeah. so high on it, because I feel like Dana wants to punish Islam for not taking a short-notice fight against RDA. Mm -hmm. Islam wanted to take it at 170 or at 160, I think, yeah. or whatever. And RDA definitely wanted that 155, which I can understand. You know, he yeah. was uh, going down to 155. So, and then Islam said, probably not, I'm not going to take that at 155. And now Dana wants to punish him for it. It's like, dude, he actually gave you a handle to get it. RDA, RDA didn't want it at the fight, which was his good right to say no. To, mm -hmm. to that uh, weight, weight, and then Islam said, "Okay, then I'm not gonna do it at 155." I mean, what's your deal? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He fought like one or two weeks before. We know all oh, Makashev puts on a lot of weight as a 155er, so I don't think he should be blaming him for it. You know, and I feel right. Dana tries to blame blame him for it. No, I know what you're saying. So, anyways, as as soon as that fight ended, I went to check if there were odds, and there were. Right, mine it was mm -hmm. minus 410 on Saturday Crazy. night. Now it's down to minus 225. So money's coming in a little bit on Oliveira. Um, but right now, Makachev is a minus two twenty five favorite. So, you know, again, everyone's like, "Oh, he'll finally get the respect now." Well, then you look at the line. It's it, I don't really <laughs> see him getting the respect. This line. You, that being said, it's a really hard fight. You know, so exactly. It's what we we talked about this a little. We, listen, guys, we never talk about fights, but we talk about odds, like like this, for example. And I talked with Adam about this. Like he's and, and I can say you're like, why is Oliveira again? An underdog, and I was like, "Yeah, no, no, I, I didn't agree say with that. You. I never no, said no, that." No, 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 no. He is again like the the line is kind of was kind of high before. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, "Yeah," but on the other hand, who's going to pick against Makachev? You know, know, I know. <laughs> so it's very hard. You know, yeah, I, I don't. Sorry, really... sorry, I said it wrong, man. No, it's okay. It's okay. I I I get why he's the favorite. There's so much hype on this guy right now. I get it. That's mm -hmm. that's the thing. You got to look at the the lines. It's not necessarily. It's not who they think will win. It's it's who they think the it's who the public will bet on. It's yeah. how they make it's how to get the best two way action. It doesn't necessarily this doesn't mean that the odds makers are picking Makachev to win this fight by any means, you know. So that's the thing that, that I think some people don't understand sometimes. Um, that being said, Marshall, I do think the line will go down a little bit. I think you will see some more people betting on Oliveira, but I do think Makachev will close as the favorite for this fight, guys. You know, 
Um, it's still early if it happens. You know, we don't know yet. But I believe he will be favored, Marcel. And I think that it's a very hard fight to call. You know, I have to think about it more. But at the same time, you know, Makachev's a great wrestler. But if the fight goes to the ground, Marcel, I mean, Oliver, you want to go to the ground with this guy. And on the feet, he's improved. So I think it's a really close fight. To me, it's more of like a coin flip type of fight. Um, that's why I think the line will come down. So that's the fight that should happen next. As far as Gaethje goes, we didn't really talk about him much. But I think, you know, maybe a, maybe a Poirier rematch would be fun. I wouldn't mind seeing that fight again. Um, he could fight, like, the winner of RDA and Fiziev. That's another fight. There's a lot of fights. Bobby Green would be a fun fight. I know he's kind of unranked probably, but it's just a fun fight, you know, Marcel. So mm -hmm. there's a lot of fights for him too. But, you know, Gaethje, you have two 0-2 in UFC title fights, guys. I understand he lost to two of the best of all time. Could be even Charles Oliveira, but he lost both of them, Marcel. And and I just don't really see him getting uh, shot anytime soon. He'd have to go on probably like a five-fight win streak to get another title shot, I would assume, you know, Marcel. Um, and he's a great fighter. Anyways, anything else you want to talk about here? Because I want to get some comments. Anything else you want to talk about? Go ahead, go ahead, man. All right, guys, I'm going to go through the comments here. I mean, there was, a, there was a lot of people talking about it. You guys were talking about the scale a little bit. Um, Aid Loco said about Charles' uh, performance with low-kick defense. Yeah, man, he did check them, and he checked them well. And, again, knocks down Gacy with a straight punch. It was really impressive. Um, Olgar could have faked Nolas Pullen stayed his champ. Glad he didn't. Me too, Glenn. He, he's, a, he's, a, he's a warrior. You know, Tristan, I agree. I mean, it's not really necessarily his chin, Tristan. It's just his recovery and his ability to stay in the fight. Because before, like you said, Marcel, he would have looked for a way out. He was going to turtle up against the fence, wait for the referee to stop the fight. He doesn't do that anymore. And I do think some of these knockdowns he's had, like he almost is inviting a guy to jump into his guard, Marcel. He wanted Gaethje to go into his guard, you know? And Gaethje's like, nope, I'm not doing it. It's still anything <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, sign me up for Oliver. Hey, what's up, Marcus? Sign me up for Oliver and Makachev in October in Abu Dhabi. I think that makes a lot of sense, right, Marcel? Like that's, I what's that card? UFC 281, I think it's called? Is yeah, that, 281. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. That, that, that fight makes sense. Sweet times, it was up, man. Someone split decisions. Dude, there was a lot of them. We'll talk about the, the, the judging. So some of the judging was very questionable. Uh, and people want to have five judges, right? To get oh, my God. We'll talk about the judging. Uh, Charles, better resume and accomplishments. Khabib, look at the stats. Khabib's 29-0 is padded. You know, I think he actually has a better, like, win streak, Marcel, to be honest with you. Like, he's, he's yeah, beating better guys, I think. I kind of hate it when people say it's padded, you know. He, he I wouldn't has, say padded. Like we, you said, that yeah. Edler Eldorov guy, the guy he beat, remember, in his first fight? Lot, yeah, for sure. He's, he's a good, good guy. right? <laughs> but I do I think, think he's also winning for Ali Bargov as well. So yeah. I do think his resume is really good, though, man. I mean, I mean, like, he's beaten a lot of guys. Some guys that could be didn't beat, right, like uh, Ferguson. But a lot mm -hmm. of the guys are the same, too, like Poirier and Gaethje. So they're both very similar, man. I mean, I think you'd have to give the edge to Khabib because he hasn't lost, right? So, but it's tough. Also, Different styles, you know what yeah. I mean? Per, absolutely different styles. Grinding wrestler versus submission artist slash yeah. apparently a knockout artist too now. Yeah. <laughs> Olivier RDA would be sick. That would be a good fight. RDA's got to get a few more wins though, I think. I love RDA though. I think he, actually, I think RDA's competitive in that fight. It matches up. It's all matchups, right, Marcelo? I think yeah. RDA matches up decently well. What's up, Alex? Does Charles have a better resident than Khabib? It's close, man. I think it's close because Khabib, you know, he does have some good wins, right? He has some great wins like Poirier, Gaethje, et cetera. But, you know, he's done. He can't add to it anymore. Oliver can still – any Oliver's younger than Khabib is right now, by the way. You know, he can still add to his winning streak. Go ahead. You're really going to get now people going to say, like, oh, Khabib should have fought Oliveira the whole damn time. I want to see that fight, though. Yeah, but we know it's not going to happen. Let's be really know, honest, know, you know. Man. And the only thing, like, uh, uh, in Dutch podcast I was earlier today – uh, Dennis, he said, like, maybe there's a possibility if Islam loses 
to Charles, you know, and he loses in a bad way that Khabib is like, fuck it, they're coming back and I'm going to for a title again. That's the only possibility. But Khabib made a promise that he was going to stop with his MMA. Uh, to his mother, right? Uh, to his mother. So I don't think he will. Come yeah, back I know. And he's very like, uh, yeah. you know, religious and uh, just very strict on that kind of stuff. I know he yeah. promised his father at his grave that he wouldn't, he was going to retire, um, retire and vacate the belt. How many Charles wins Charles DDB last lightweight of all time? He's got 12 now, right? So I think Khabib had 12, I think, too, right? They're both 12 and 0, I think. Or sorry, Charles is 12 and 1 at lightweight. It's tough. You know, think about it. Charles fought all those fights at featherweight. Had he been fighting at lightweight, he'd have a lot more wins on his resume over lightweights, you know, more so. Mm -hmm. And to be fair, a lot of his wins at 145 were against guys that eventually moved up to lightweight, too, you know? Emmy Lockman, what's up, man? How's it going, buddy? Hope you're doing well. Islam Bill I mean, I just don't. I, they could do the fight. I just don't think we need to see. I think Islam's deserving of Telstar right now, personally. So, and Benil's still out with a broken leg. Is he not, Marcel? Like, he's not yeah. close to being he's... healthy yet. So, mm-hmm. what's up, Ryan? He says, think of all the money we can make fading Connor when he, if he fought uh, Oliver. I would pick Oliver hands down in that fight. I don't even have to think about it very much, Marcel. You know, Connor could land that punch in the first round, but other than that, how does he win? They instantly give Volkanovski and me a Telstar. He did say something similar to that, so it's possible. I see some other questions about other divisions. Joseph's asking about uh, uh, 115. We'll talk, about, we'll talk about that fight in a second. We'll go to that fight. I just want to get some uh, last questions about uh, you, uh, about the lightweight division. Uh, Charles and Chase Cooper. Chase Hooper, you mean? They booed at the same age, but they, the well-roundness is clear. I mean, no doubt. Chase Hooper's very – he's actually fighting, I think, next week or yeah, two weeks from now. Polaris, next yeah. week, right? Yeah, we'll talk about that fight next week. Uh, getting a title shot after beating Bobby Green on the current top 10. I know what you're saying, Gwen. I get it. But at the same time, we all know he's very dominant, and, and he does have the win over Armin. That's very nice, you know. At the same time, right? So uh, we'll talk about that too. We'll, we'll go to the other uh, fights in a second. I'm good with Oliver Makachev and Abdabi. What's up, Lich? What's going on, man? I think that's it for Marcel for this fight. I mean, we should have a lot of other fights to talk about. Are you good with yeah. you good with this one? Okay. All right. Let's get into the shit show of the night now. Carlos Barza <laughs> defeats Rosenam and Yunus by split decision. In I would say it's the worst UFC title fight of all time. Honestly, you know. Uh, I know a lot of people bring up uh, Anderson and Damian Maya. That w- that fight was garbage too. Uh, Romero, Yo Romero, yeah, he had the, as as Sonya fight was horrible. You know what? You know what? This fight. Do you remember this fight? It was actually ten years ago. Next month, uh, uh, what's his name? Clay Guida fought Gray Maynard in the the rematch, and it was five rounds of them just dancing around. Remember that fight? It was horrible. You remember that? I one? remember it was a bad fight. Yeah, it I was horrible. It. it was one of the. I think that was one of my like worst. Like that for me, that was like one of the worst fights of all time. I'm just looking at the stats for that. One. Maynard was super upset. I remember that. Was, yeah, it was a split decision, I believe, for uh, for what's his name, our, our guy Guida. here. I'm just looking at the Guida. stats. Where's yeah for Guida? Um, trying to find out. Yeah, okay. So here I'm gonna pull up. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So that was also five rounds. Gray Maynard landed 49 strikes. Guida 45. So that was shit output for five rounds, right? But this fight was even worse. Marcel, even worse. 37 <laughs> for Rose and 30 for Carla. Just historically low output. Fight was absolute garbage. Um, it was just a bad fight. It wasn't fun to watch. It was more fun talking about how shit the fight was on Twitter than actually watching the fight. Um, seeing the, the MMA community just trash the fight was hilarious. It was just a bad fight. Like It doesn't make sense either because it, it's not like it was a preliminary card fight between two UFC debuters where they have the octagon jitters. I would understand that, Marcel. You had the two arguably best light straw weights in the world for the title, and neither fighter wanted to engage in this fight. It was just very bizarre. Um, a very, very bizarre, weird fight. Uh, I picked Rose by decision. I know Car- um, Marcel picked Carla by decision. 
literally, Marcel, I think you could have flipped a coin. That's what I yeah, think you could have Oh, did. for sure. Yeah, I don't think Dude. there's any, like, there's no strong lean about who actually won this fight, I don't think. It was just a really close fight. Anyways, what were you going to say quickly? I mean, there was really, someone asked me, how did you score the fight? I was like, dude, I didn't even bother, you know? I didn't even care, you know? That's how bad that fight was. And let's be honest, I also didn't give him my scorecard for MMA decisions because yeah. it just didn't felt like to score it at all. The thing is, like, yeah. I felt that Rose uh, had way too much respect for Carla's ground game you know what i mean she was really hesitant and really afraid to get taken down and even she she stopped some takedowns you know mm -hmm. but uh, she was really hesitant and i think that's because of the first fight probably um and for carla carla always tries to take you down this, that's what she does and then she doesn't get the takedown she's not a really good strike she's pretty much the, the equivalent and for women's for ben Askren. you know what i mean yeah. if it comes to striking you know um she, she is not a good striker. She improved over the years for sure. But this was, Carla was only going to win this fight if she could get Rose down, you know? Yep. And if Rose was passive, and she was super passive, mm -hmm. you know? And Carla was as well, but she still went forward trying something, but she also didn't do a lot. Bro, bro, you know? this, is, that, this is sad as fuck to look at, honestly. This is terrible, Marcel. This is, look at this. Four significant strikes landed. Three, three significant strikes. Marcel, this is this is horrible to look at, don't you think? It's 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 crazy. You know what it's I mean? Embarrassing. It's absolutely, yeah, it is. I mean, and they probably know that there's themselves as well, you know. So this is crazy. Uh, Carlos Barja landed less than five strikes in well, under ten in, in three or and all five of the rounds and won the fight. Wow. Only yeah. only two rounds had more than ten single strikes landed. And there's there's no takedowns either, really. Like they, no, but just because of advancing and rose. That's okay. Up. So that's the thing. I want to talk about the actual scoring. So here's the thing. This is one of those fights. There was no effective striking and grappling. So yeah. you had, I think you do go to the next criteria, aggressiveness and octagon control. That's what I think the judges did. And that's why they gave it to Carla because she actually walked forward. Yeah. She actually had the pressure. That's the only reason she won Marcel because she advanced. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's that's terrible when it gets that far because it should never get to that point. Of there course. should almost always be a winner through the uh, effective striking and grappling, but not in this fight. And I think the judging was okay. I'm... I'm like you. It was a very hard fight to score, but I do think, I think that they got it right. I think. Yeah, Carla, I agree. Yeah, I think I so. Agree. I actually, I like Mitchell again. Mitchell, you know, it's not like this was an easy fight to score, but I kind of agree with these rounds. This is kind of what I thought too, Marcel. I, mm -hmm. This is what I had too. Um, one, two, and four. I had a 48, 47, 42. I mean, Ro Rose it, wasn't a, it wasn't a close 48, 47, uh, but that's what I thought. <laughs> Rose literally won the fifth round because of the takedown at yeah. the last three seconds. Yeah. So yeah. it's like. Ah uh, man, it was just bad, you know. And I see people are like convinced about their scorecard sometimes on Twitter. Yeah, ah, it was definitely this. I shut the fuck up, you know. It couldn't. There, there was no definition about this no, fight any round. Definitely there, not. None. Again, I'm fine with Osparza winning. I don't. 49, 46, maybe that's a bit of a stretch, but I think that's closer than the other way around. I don't mm -hmm. see how you could give Rhodes four rounds. Um, and what and what the hell was Pat Barry saying to Rhodes? We got to talk about that. So you got some comments here. By the way, this guy's yourself, Paul. What's up, man? Um, you guys think Rose came in cocky over the Carla? I think she was very cocky, dude. She was after the fight. She still said, "I'm the best." I'm the. It's so annoying, dude. Honestly, like I get you have to it's hype actually, yourself up. You're trying to talk yourself into it, but like that's after she lost. She was still saying that the press conference. Was yeah, now she, she's apologized for that. By the way, I don't know if you saw. Like that. She has to convince herself. About it's really, something. it's very bizarre. Pat Barry should not even been in her corner. He should not even be in her corner. It should only have been Trevor Whitman. Having said that, Trevor gave her shit advice. You're up all four rounds. You're winning the whole fight. How could you say that to your fighter in this fight? 
And he's one of the better coaches in MMA. Yeah, he's a very smart is. dude. And he does the scoring sometimes. You know, Marcel, he's done it actually during the, the events. They've had him like on during analysis. How could you tell her that she was up four rounds in this fight? I would have said, listen, this fight's really close. We have no idea how this fight's being scored. You have to finish the fight. That's what I would have said to her, Marcel. Yeah, um, for sure. Be honest. Right? Like, why, why, did, why lie to the fighters? That's, why lie I, to them? The, the thing is, I think if you're, you got to be uh, not a, a yes man in your career. Yeah. I would say Trevor is a yes man. Definitely I think Pat Perry is, though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. The thing is, if you really like somebody, you love somebody, or it's really close to you, you tend to see more positivities for the fighter you want to win than the fighter you you go against you know you see more negativities for them yeah. so you have to have a clear mind i think in the corner it's it's, it's honestly easier said than done obviously, it's, it's but, tough man trust me yeah. i had i i mean it's not MMA or anything but i had my muay thai fight. i remember being in the corner and, and my corner was like dude you're doing great and I'm, I'm thinking to myself no i'm not i'm getting i'm getting hurt in this fight like but they're trying to hype you up but at the same time you have to be realistic especially a title fight you have to tell them the truth that's why I love a coach like Safe Sayud. The, earlier in the fight, the Fernie Garcia fight, he's like, dude, you're going to lose this fight. You have to go out there and leave everything. I don't want you complaining in the back. Oh, I should have did more. That's the fucking shit they yeah. need to hear, Marcel. I, I, that's, I love Safe Sayud, man. And it's sometimes, best, yeah, I talk to fighters sometimes, you know. For example, I talk to uh, one, I'm not going to say the name today. And uh, the person is like, yeah, man, I'm sorry for my performance. Like, dude, never say sorry, you know. If you feel like you went full... You went full for 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 the rounds you you were fighting, you know, right. and something happens. It happens, you know. Yeah. But you can you probably come back stronger from it. But never say sorry if you oh. if you did your your best. You know what I mean. And and you don't owe me anything. You know, you don't owe people anything. You just owe yourself a good fight, being prepared, showing up, and doing your best you can. You know. And if you do that, you don't owe owe anybody anything. You you know what I mean. At this fight. I don't say they owe people anything, but please do something. You know what I mean? This was just such a horrible fight. It was so bad. Let me, uh, let me get some comments. There's a lot it of just comments. Sucks. Tristan, it's a bad precedent having fights like that and expensive. I mean, that's the thing. People are paying what? It's like, isn't it like 75 bucks now, Tristan, in Canada? It's really expensive. And, you know, yeah. if you'd paid for that, and the whole card, honestly, except for the main event, really, and the Chandler fight, it wasn't the best pay-per-view, you know? Uh, Glenn says the round one wasn't a coin because he thinks Octagon Control was very clear. <laughs> That's hilarious. I mean, you're right, but I'm just saying it's funny that we had to go to the, the third criteria, Marcel, to score the fight. Dixon, what's up, man? Thug froze. Looked like she was in there with a dollar. It was bad. Thug froze. That's funny. Had it for you. I Carlo, fifth win. I think that's, again, that's understandable. The only round Rose really won was the fifth, I guess. You know, that was kind of – it wasn't even clear, but she won the round. Bro, I saw somebody with a 49-46. I, I don't agree with that. I don't know <laughs> who it was anymore, but why? I don't agree with that, Marcel, either. <laughs> we'll just say that. To me, it's crazy Rose complaining. I know. I, I hate it, too. Fight was bad, but like the decision because I don't like that you have to beat the champ thing. That's not even in the rule book. That's just – like, I think that's probably from, like, boxing or something, like, where it came here. I, you don't have to – beat the chance it's like that's you have to win of, the rounds to win it's three kind of a fairy tale story yeah know, i don't really agree with that i'm with you literal on that one man i think once the fight starts the belt shouldn't even be relevant at that point you know what's up ali he says rose saying the boozer for carl was disappointing as a rose fan it was and uh trevor whitman was saying that too in the corner was he not marcel saying oh they're booing carla or something like they were booing both of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was just <laughs> Whit look at this trevor went for whitman to shit <laughs> that's actually kind of funny i think he's a great coach but this was just bizarre. Hey, what's up, Dan? How can Whitman say she was up four rounds? I have no clue. 
I have no idea. Maybe he maybe he had some coffee the day before with Antonio McKee. I don't know. Uh, he had the rose. <laughs> he had, he had, did, he have, did you see the color of his sunglasses? They were rose-colored. I think that's what it was. He had the rose-colored <laughs> sunglasses on. Um, this is hilarious. The guy was saying it's the perfect fight to run at the same time as Canelo Bevel. And by the way, Canelo lost. I didn't watch the fight, but I heard he lost. That's crazy. That's I was... Really I was talking. I was talking uh, during the fight with uh, with Gilbert Eiffel, and uh, he was like, "I finally woke up to watch some fights. Normally, you watch it back the day after." Yeah. So uh, he, I was like, "What do you think about this fight?" And he showed me a picture. He had yeah. uh, the fight out here, and he had Canelo versus uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Bivol. He had on his on his lap. He had the laptop on. So he's like, "I'm watching this right now." <laughs> oh, wait, this is this is a good comment. John said, "Remember when Aston Lad coach, which is Jim West, was getting ripped?" That's what Rose needed, dude. I agree. And people were ripping her because because it was basically a man yelling at a woman. But it's a fight. It's a it's and because they're dating, it's just stupid. That the criticism for that was really dumb. You know, I think Jim. You know, regardless of what you think of his relationship with Aspen, if you think that's a weird relationship, fair enough. Whatever. I don't. That's nothing to do with their actual coach. I blame Tate. He's a good coach, partner. I blame Tate. I know Kate, Kate really instigated that one. I'm the best man. It was annoying to hear that, especially after the fight. You know. Do you guys believe more faults on Roach not engaging or critical as far as they tend to be? I think they're both to blame. And I will say this. I think the referee's to blame too. How the fuck do you not be like, time, come here, guys. Hold their wrist and say, you guys aren't engaging. I'm going to take a point from both of you for timidity. Why did he not do that, Marcel Keith Peterson? Was Why Keith not? Peterson, yeah. I don't Why know. Why not? I don't know. But, yeah, I have no idea. But to, to answer Would you have taken question, a point for timidity? I would have. The, the thing is, you should have taken a point from both. So yeah, for both of them. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm saying. But it, it does, but at least it gives them that message that hey, you got to do more. Yeah. Um, and if this was a pride fight, they would have both been given a yellow card for not Dude, doing the, anything. And then you lose your you lose a part of your money. Yeah, they right? lose their money. <laughs> so yeah. Rose had nightmares of takedowns. I mean, she she must have. It was just a very bizarre fight. Anyways, uh, anything else you want to talk about this fight? Or should we move on? We should move on. I think, man, we already. I know we're like minutes. it's five forty. We're two fights in. Oh my god! Okay, we'll go through the rest real quickly. Actually, we'll we'll give the time to this one. Yeah. Michael sure. Chandler knocks out Tony Ferguson. Brutal front kick. Incredible front kick. Just amazing. Uh, my god. I mean, I thought I knew he'd win, obviously, but I thought it'd be like a decision, which it was kind of playing out that way. And then he gets an incredible knockout. Ferguson four straight losses now, Marcel, um, and two by knockout. You know, he's getting up there in age. Uh, Chandler, you know, listen, Chandler, very exciting guy. I don't know if he'll be UFC champ because I think defensively, Marcel, very, very hittable. You know, Marcel, and he might have lost that first round, by the way, in this fight. It's possible he lost that first round. Chandler has one problem. What? He's not always using his fight IQ. Dude, why is no, he? He should be wrestling more. I, remember that yeah. takedown he had in the first round? Like how that powerful it was? May, maybe even won him the first round. Yeah, maybe. it's possible. But yeah, it, it was, was close. It was like pretty at the half of the first round. I so didn't know he won the was, first round. I just knew nah, that he 50, had to win the second He was good for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that knocker was incredible. And you saw, you guys all saw the, the picture of the. Of, it looked like Frankie Edgar when Marlon Vera knocked him out. That same, just the face, the way, you, just like, it's almost like you could see Tony's soul being sucked out of. Of his of his body, it was, yeah, it was crazy. Um, I, but yeah, I mean, I love Chandler, man, and you know, he had that great promo on the mic after. He's thirty six, you know. He's been a guy who's been in Bellator for years. You know, I know he was getting paid well there, but obviously, I, I get why he, he called it Conor McGregor. You know, I get it, and I think I would rather see that than Charles Oliveira versus Conor. I'd rather see Chandler versus Conor. You know, so I think that would be next for him, or maybe you could do Poirier and Chandler. They haven't fought like, yet. Like that. Fight. You like that fight? That's a good yeah. one. Eh? Yeah, by the way, Tony won on all three judges' scorecards the first round. I don't mind that. I don't, I don't hate it. But I, I yeah, thought it was – watching it live, I thought maybe it was close, you know. 
Anyways, the knockout was brutal. Do you think Tony? Do you think he gets released? I mean, we we know we no. got on. You think they keep him for another? Fight? I think I think they keep him. He's a, he's a fan favorite. He, uh, he sells tickets, right? Yeah, yeah. Although he was critical on Dana, you know. I but, know that's uh, what I'm asking you because he was talking yeah. shit all week, calling him a drug dealer and all this stuff. So <laughs> yeah, but we didn't. You know, I think Str- <laughs> Strickland did as well. I think Colby did, did as well. So I mean, yes, yeah, I think. Uh, Strickland called him a pimp and they were the hookers or whatever. I don't know, whatever. But, you know, it happens. And I think uh, he's an entertaining fighter. And he, I think yeah. he showed in the first round, in the first two and a half yeah. minutes, that that he still can go, you know? And, and literally, uh, but, uh, literally, he's lost to four of the top five guys. Literally. Like, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, <laughs> it's, not, it's not like he wasn't competitive with Gaethje and he wasn't competitive with Chandler. The Darius and Oliveira fights were bad for him. I understand yeah. that. But give him somebody... Bobby Green? Out, Did you outside, do that fight? I, I, no problem with it. You that know fight what would I mean? Be fun. It's competitive. It would probably be competitive, right? Like, yeah, give him give him Dober. Dober, you know? that's a good fight. I mean, listen, I don't know if he wins these fights, but they're more winnable than a guy like yeah. Chandler. I never thought he'd be Chandler. I, I didn't think at all. Did you? Yeah, let, let's let's no. Let's no. be honest, man. He's not going to be. I know disrespect to Ferguson. Yeah. He was on a twelve fight win streak. Amazing yeah. fighter. With a four fight losing streak, you're not going to be a champion probably yeah. anymore at the age he is right now. Yeah. So give him the give him fun matchups, but don't give him guys like you. You know he's going to be in trouble, and he won. He lost four four straight yeah. now. Give him a still a, a good a good uh, opponent, but give him a less top opponent right now. And that's why I think Dober, man, Dober is a great fighter. Sure. He always comes to scrap as well. This is a fun fight, you know. I, I don't mind that fight at all. By the way, Chandler four fights in the UFC. All four of the fights were incredible to watch. I mean, this yeah. guy's just, he's a lot of fun, isn't he, Marcel? Like, he's just a lot of fun. I don't he's think it's, I think his fight IQ is, is fine, but for some reason, he's not using it for some He's fighting That's tough funny. fights like that are harder than they should be. If he just wrestled, he'd win these fights easily, in my opinion. Um, let me get these comments. I saw Chandler was minus 150 for Connor potential fight. If he were to wrestle, he'd look, I think he's just wrestling, right? Why do you even stand with him? Yeah. Joanna would do the Rose last Saturday. Joanna would have beaten that, that version of Rose, you know? I remember watching the first fight with my friends because we all we all got together. It was the GSP card when he fought Bisping. And one of my buddies had a, a pretty big bet on Rose. And I'm like, you're fucking crazy, dude. She's going to get destroyed. And she just knocks her out. I was like, okay, I'll shut up now. Like, that's the thing. You love this sport because you never know, right? I know you no, thought the same no. thing in the first fight. I yeah. know you did. One of the best best cards, I think. That fight, that 217, wasn't it? I 217 think. in New York. Yeah. That card was insane. That card was yeah. really good card. All, all, like, all number one contenders won, right? Or all uh, challengers won. Yeah, that was a crazy card. Yeah, and TJ beat uh, Garbrandt. I think yeah. Dana said neither Chandler or Ferguson would have their. Yeah, yeah. I I, I just think not for this fight, but just for the fact he's lost four straight. Tony RDA would be good too. Yeah. Tony and Hooker. Actually, that fight makes sense. Hooker would make sense. That would be a good one, Marcel. Hooker's ranked too, technically. So best guy he fought since sword. He just got caught. To be honest, I mean, I I kind of agree because he did look good in that first round, competitive, but. He got knocked out again. So I think the chin's going a little bit too, right, Marcel? Like, that, that is, kick knocks out everyone, right? Like, there's no that, one that survives that kick, right? Is that the nastiest front kick you've seen in the UFC? Everyone's saying no. that. I still think it's Anderson and, and Vitor Belfort. I still yeah, think I don't so. think that was the nastiest because that wasn't... It's recency uh, bias, complete... right? I get it. But if you say no, no, it, I, I can't really say you're wrong. It's an opinion. No, but you know why? It's, it's Anderson Vitor. I understand it, but you know why? Because with Anderson Vitor, Vitor was still not completely out. It was a great kick. Don't get me wrong. He was not completely out. Edgar yes. Vera was yes. crazy, you Which know. Uh, uh, Edgar uh, Vera against yeah, Edgar. yeah. There's a few other ones. Like, didn't Machida have a good one? I, I yeah, against Belfort. Couture or Couture. No, that was a flying. That was the jumping crane kick. Yeah. I mean, if you want to call it a front kick, it's fine. But didn't I want to say Machida did it to, to Vitor Belfort too? Didn't he? 
When they fought the second time, let me double check. I think he did him. Yeah, it was. He knocked him with the front kick. Peter got knocked him with two front kicks in the UFC. (laughs) It's crazy. Anyways, there's there's I think there's ten overall in the UFC or something. It's not very. It's a very rare finish. Ferguson, Terrence McKinney. That would that fight would be good for two minutes at last. That's that's for sure. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. This one we're gonna buy quick. OSP defeats uh, Shogun. Uh, you know, I, I think the right guy won. It was a horrible fight. Um, basically, that teep kick to the body, Marcel won him the fight. That like just that little dip, dip, like that basically won him the fight. Fight was garbage. Shogun, I, I just don't really have an urge to see him fight. I mean, he's one of my favorites of all time, but this was just a bad fight by him. And both guys a bad fight, but I think the right guy won. What, what do you think? The most unnecessary rematch maybe in the history of the sport, you know. And why the fuck nobody threw in a skateboard, you know. Would have been something fun at least. No, it was a bad fight, you know. I said it as well. I didn't like the boost because Shogun's in there. He's a legend. But it was a bad fight, you know what I mean? Uh, I think OSP, I barely can say deservedly won, but he won on my scorecard as well. It was such a bad fight, dude. Um, just overall bad it was really like uh, there were a 39 year old against a 40 year old but it looked like a 60 year old against a 61 year old it was very slow um i still don't know why the ufc thought that was a good idea to reboot this fight you know um had to put it on the main card i understand it for shogun's name but it wasn't a good fight um yeah let's talk about another fight it was really not good it was bad someone said shogun versus sam sam alvey you could do. I mean, that's a <laughs> wins, fight. Everybody gets. gets Jilton. Jilton's moved up to heavyweight now. Jilton's in heavyweight. Yeah. He's fighting Parker Porter. Next fight, we both picked this one. Marcel, slight underdog here. Randy Brown mm-hmm. defeats Chaos Williams. Very close fight too. How'd you score the third round? Because Chaos dropped him, and then Randy Brown kind of had a little comeback. What do you think about the scorecards? What do you think? Yeah, I think it was correct, man. I, I had the first round for Randy, the second round for Chaos, and the third for for Randy. The thing is, I know he knocked him down. Uh, ever so slightly, but he knocked him down. Yep. But I think Randy did better in the round. You know, he was yeah. more crisp. He landed better shots, in my opinion, despite the knockdown. But people always stand to for the fighter like wins because he gets a knockdown. But if you look at the whole round, I think Brown was better. Right. You know, in that round. So Fair that's why I for Brown. Yeah, I think it could have. Honestly, I think this was a coin flip. On the, oh yeah, it could have been either one. Yeah. They asked Randy. I watched the post-fight press conference. They were asking him like, "Did you think he won?" He said, "I wasn't sure." He said, "I know he knocked me down." And I got tagged, and he said, I honestly wasn't sure what the judges would say, but he th- he said, I thought I won, but because of the knockdown, I thought, you know, they might have went the other way. Around. At least he's honest. Yeah, exactly. I like the honesty. I love Randy Brown. Randy Brown versus D-Rod would be a great fight. Randy Brown deserves some of the top 15. I think the winner was going to get a top 15 guy, right, of this fight, Marcel, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Neal, have they fought before? That would be a fun fight. That would yeah, be a good like fight, it. right? I like Randy Brown, man. He's a good fighter. He's been He's kind of grown up in the UFC, too. So the next one, I didn't really see this one coming, guys. Trinaldo looked amazing, I thought, against Dan Roberts. Well, it's my fight of the night, actually. Par- pardon? This was your fight of the night? Yeah. We'll talk about that in a second, the fight of the night award. But this was a, a pretty good fight, but I think that Trinaldo looked really good. And like 43 and still winning fights. Him, Arlovsky, and I guess Olenek just won his fight. But rarely guys this age win. But I think him and Arlovsky are two of the guys really proving that trend wrong. And he looked, I think he looked better than ever, Marcel. He looked great. And Roberts, again... Talented guy, Marcel. That chin is just a question mark, Marcel. Don't forget Tessera, by the way. Um, yeah, I mean. Who? who? Tessera, Glover Tessera. Oh, Glover, yeah, of course. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, He's 42. He's 42. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this was my fight of the night because I thought it was a really good fight. It went forward. I had Trinaldo winning here. Um, he, he, he looked very good, you know, and I didn't expect it from him. To be honest. I really had the feeling like Danny Robert finally came into the zone and uh, could, could do something. 
he had not, he, he had a few good moments in the fight, but overall, Trinaldo was the better fighter, you know, and uh, he landed good shots. Really impressed with uh, Masaranduba. Yeah. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, it's crazy. I've been watching this guy in the UFC for 10 years. I remember his fight on Tough Brazil, guys. He quit on the stool in that fight. I was like, this guy, I guess Tiago Perpetua, remember that guy? Yeah, and Perpetua was like, dude, come on, this is your life. Let's fight. Remember that? That was May 13, 2012, literally almost a decade ago to the day today, guys. Incredible. And I never thought he'd be much of the UFC, and he's really proven me wrong because he's won a lot of fights over the years. I've picked him in a lot of fights, but I've been going against him the last couple of years. It hasn't really panned out, Marcel. I've been picking against him for like the last five fights, probably. He's won like almost all of them. So the guy's very good still. He's just a, he's a, I wouldn't like, he's not going to be a Hall of Famer or anything, but he's in that Hall of Very Good, you know? He's just below those guys. Like, Hall of Very Good. Hall of Very Good. That's what they call it in baseball, like where guys aren't good enough for the Hall of Fame. They call it the Hall of Very Good, like a really good fighter. Cause I think he's got like, what, 15 wins on the UFC, something like that? Like, he's got a lot of wins in the UFC, Marcel. Really good. Yeah. Troll must have been on himself by decision. Could have easily got Roberts. I saw that post fight. He said that Roberts, he thought he could have knocked him out, but it was hard for him. No, Chaos was credited. He was. They gave him a knockdown. So he was a Chaos, Max Schnell, and Gaethje all had knockdowns and lost their fights. Now, in the Alvarez case, he got also a knockdown. But the other three, uh, the other two, I mean, they knocked their opponent down and they ended up losing. It, so it, just because you knock something down doesn't mean you're going to win the fight. Marcel doesn't mean – it gives you an advantage, obviously, because you get to you know hurt a guy, but – Two fights and three events. We've seen him the fight fall off. Uh, we'll talk about that right now, actually. I'm so sorry, Glenn. I completely for, forgot to mention that. Um, wow. I mean, how shitty was that? Uh, I was really looking forward to Cerrone and Lozon. Uh, and, you know, especially now, Marcel, knowing that Cerrone was sick, Lozon would have definitely knocked him out if he was coming in there compromised. But, you know, he went apparently went to a taco restaurant the night before and got sick. Um, very weird. I think obviously a hard weight cut played a role in that, Marcel, you know, because his body was just obviously a little off. They're saying that he might not be able to make 155 again. So that's an issue because Lozon wants the fight back at 155, but they're not sure. I think in an ideal world, they would do it on the July 2nd card, opening up that pay-per-view, Marcel, yeah. the next pay-per-view. But I don't know if it's going to happen. And also, I don't, I didn't, I didn't watch, I don't watch Ariel's show, but I heard that Lozon hasn't got paid his show money. He's hoping he does, but he hasn't got paid it. How would he not get paid? He stepped on the scale, made weight. They have to pay yeah, it to him, right? For sure. You know, but then again, I remember Ed Herman. There was a fight a few, like a few months, weeks ago. I want to say, uh, no, last year, Ed Herman. He was supposed to. Yeah, fight. they said, oh, we broke you soon. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> we'll give you 10k, and then we'll be booked in a few weeks, and it never happened. So, what's up, Whale Rider? Dan, I had it too, man. I had round one by knockout, and it just, I still think that was a good spot. I think that also, was a good spot. For what bothers me even more, man, is that they really said it like. Three or four fights into the uh, into the card or something, you know, and they knew it before because Rogan was like, "Yeah, yeah. earlier today he had food poisoning." So I was like, "Dude, so you knew it before? So you yeah. could have said it before the card started." You know, what and, I mean? and it screws people over the play yeah. fantasy because you get zero points for both guys. So it fucked. This is dead money. You're giving money away. I know people are really turned off by that. I don't know what the solution is, but it's bad. It was just let's keep going through the card. Chasson defeats uh, Dumont's split decision. I thought she won clearly. Uh, I thought probably 29-28, but I thought she definitely won. I'm not sure what Junichiro Kamicho was watching. I mean, how do you how do you give that fight to Dumont? I, I just – I don't get it. Chasson won, right, in your opinion too? Oh, yeah, the first two rounds. I That's what I had. Game. I had the same scorecard yeah. as you. Yeah. Had the same not, not, not my favorite fight anyways, but good, well done by Macy Chasson, right? So, uh, yeah. Right. And Norma Dumont. This uh, weight. Absolutely. Shit, shit the bath, you know. She missed weight and she lost the fight. If she made weight and she won the fight, she would have probably fought for the 145 title against Nunes. Yeah, I agree. Now, Chase on, <laughs> I guess, is like 
this division sucks, but I mean, she's automatically a contender. <laughs> like, she gets destroyed probably by Amanda, but you know, she could beat she could beat some of these girls. Um, but yeah, by the way, I really like the fact that they took thirty uh, percent of her purse. I, I save Sayud uh, again, Marcel. He was like, he's her manager, I think, too, right? Yeah, like, and he's the coach. He was like thirty percent, and that's what all. Anytime someone missed weight, is it 0.5 or, or and Charles too? But remember last week with Rob Font Vera, and I know Vera's like, I don't want to take guys' money, but if I'm Jason House, I'm like, we're taking 30% of Rob's purse at least. And his was two and a half pounds. You know, Dude. remember w- William Knight, they took 40% because he missed by like 10 pounds. So do you remember when uh, Calvin fought against uh, Woodley? Yeah, it was and I think pounds. he was like, yeah, yeah, and Woodley gave him the money back after the I fight. know, I know. That was that's kind of him, but. Yeah. It's a doggy dog world, man. Yeah. And I, I think if your opponent misses away, I would take the money. I don't think you're a bad person because you're following the rules that no, no. a person broke them. Um, let's go to the next fight. Brandon Royval defeats Matt Schnell by guillotine. Two minutes, 14 seconds. They both win fight of the night, $50,000 each for two minutes of fighting. Pretty crazy. Um, I thought they would give Royval the bonus for the performance. I didn't think they would do fight of the night for this fight. Having said I that, s- there weren't a lot of options, you know. Um, Terrell and Roberts was, I think, the other option probably, Marcel. But there really weren't a lot of options. Unless- I think so. Unless you gave like Loopy a bonus for a performance because she had a really dominant one, maybe you could have did that. I think they gave Schnell the money because his bomb died. I think that's why because they felt really obviously Ivory feels bad for him. He had a good fight, and they probably were like, you know what, let's give it to Matt. You know, he's been a veteran for he's been fighting for you know a lot of lot many years in the sport, and if that's the reason, I'm okay with it. So I don't know what your thoughts on that. That's that was my Uh, thoughts. I think. Not not the personal situation, but Matt got lucky with the performance bonus because I think if Charles did make weight, yeah, they probably gave it to Charles to all the finishes on the card. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And now they went with this fight. I have no problem with it. You know what I mean? It yeah. was a fun fight. Uh, Matt looked great in the beginning. You know, at a certain at a certain moment, he gave away his his neck. You know, and uh, Royval jumped on it. Yeah, it's crazy how he gave away the neck. I watched the fight back. He was just like he went like this. It was yeah. so dumb. I couldn't believe how dumb it was. Like very surprising. Um, and he had the, the Matt Mitrione tap against uh, Double Rothwell. tap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against Rothwell, yeah. Does Matt get cut? I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I think they're going to give him another fight. And obviously, again, his mom just died during his training camp, guys. Like, let's yeah. have some compassion for the dude. How would you feel if your mom died? You know, it would be the worst. Like, it would be horrible. And again, he's only losing to, like, really good guys. Marcel Pantoja, Royval, lately, anyways. And, I think losing like, fight. and also losing like this because he was winning the fight. Yeah, he <clears> knocked <throat> him down. I was like, oh, <clears throat> shit. This is an upset. And then... Royval gets the submission. I love Royval. By the way, I really Me like too. him, but how are people forgetting that he lost to Pantoja in his last fight? Pantoja's a forgotten guy in this division. <laughs> yeah, no one talks about this dude, and he's really good. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next fight. Bogoy Ivanov defeats Rogero de Lima. Oh, God. Horrible fight. I, I mean, it was close. I I thought the Lima might have edged it out, to be honest with you. I picked Ivanov by decision last week. The lot of my decision was plus two fifty. That was a very good bet. That was the only way he was going to win the fight. I think we, I think we both picked about decision, right? Is that what you picked too? Uh, yeah, man. I told you it was it would have been a shit fight. You it know? was terrible, uh, eh? It was yeah. bad. But I think I, have, I have Marcos Rogério de Lima winning twenty nine twenty eight. I think so. First and third, uh, is that what you had? First, I can't recall anymore. To be really honest, but it yeah, was yeah. a really, was a really shitty fight. Uh, it was a, it was an actual typical heavyweight fight uh, where guys. After one round, pretty much didn't have any gas anymore or whatever. And Ivanov, is, you can't put put that guy out. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> That's an iron chin. I know, he's never uh, knocked up. That's why I picked him, because he's never been yeah. knocked up. It's the only reason I picked him. <laughs> but, bro, what what a horrible fight to watch as well. I was so happy when it was over. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
let's go through um, a few other ones, but I just want to get this comment. Uh, Dan was talking about the, the, the crypto bonuses. This is complete yeah. garbage. And I knew it'd be like this. It's just popular fighters, but Rose getting a bonus of $30,000 in Bitcoin is a joke. Uh, <laughs> Chandler and Oliver got it, which is fine, but Rose getting the first place, that's a joke. This should only be opened up during the card. They shouldn't have voting like weeks before. That's so stupid. Like, I agree. This is so, you're just basically like, if you get in a pay-per-view or pop, you're going to get extra money. This is really stupid. And remember, people were like hyping it up when it happened. They're like, oh, this is so great for the fighters. No, it's really not great. Like, the fighters that deserve it don't get it because the next guy we're talking about, Fialdo, clearly deserves something, or even Moriva, we talked about. And it was mm -hmm. Fialdo. That was a, a, oh my God, what a crazy knockout. Eh? Like, I love this guy. Now he's got another fight. Do you know who he's fighting? No, no idea. Any no. any guesses? Any guesses? No, really, absolutely no idea. I really yeah. have no idea. You think it'll be at 170 or would it be a weight class up because it's short notice? Probably 170 again? Yeah, makes sense. Okay. It's, a, it's a month. So I wonder. Yeah, it's a month from now. You're right. Well, not. Yeah, it's exactly a month basically. Um, I, I don't know who would fight either. I, I I really don't know. Um, but I love how the guy's staying active. though. it's great. Go ahead. I honestly feel like they probably still need to find an opponent, dude. I think uh, he has. He probably has. Yeah, he probably asked like Dana, like, can I get on this card again? And Dana's like, yeah, sure, we find you an opponent. So. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm just like I can't even really think. I mean, from this card, I mean, you know, Trinaldo or Brown makes sense, but they just. They need time off, probably. So mm -hmm. I don't think those fights are going to happen. I'm not sure. Is there anyone like from Asia that's a welterweight that could fight him? Is there anyone? Because it's a Singapore. Lee, Lee, Lee Jingliang. Man, that would be a good fight. But, oh, no. That, Lee is not in time. No, he can fight? He can fight, no. I'm not sure we can fight. If you guys have suggestions, you could throw them in the chat. Um, what, what, Wang, Wang Wang? Is he still at the UFC? The dude who fought uh, Alex Caceres in his debut and never saw again. How about Munar Lazez? Could they do that fight? That would be a good yeah, fight, not? right? Why that would not? be a fucking yeah. good fight. That would be a good one. Um, I'm just looking at all, I'm just looking at guys who have like two wins in the UFC. Munar's got two. Um, I don't know, Marcel. I mean, Semmelsberger would be a fun fight if they could do him. I'm just looking at guys like ranked in the uh, area. Gabe Green would be a fun fight. Like, there's some fun fights. That would be a really good fight, actually. Song Kenyon's also an, um, an Asian-based fighter. Yeah. Who's, he's got four wins. He is coming off a knockout loss, I believe. But if they could get him come back quickly, that makes sense, right? I think it would mm -hmm. make sense just because again, the cards in uh, Singapore. So, <sighs> all right, let's go with a couple more fights here, guys. Tracy Cordes beats Melissa Gatto. She won the fight. It wasn't the most exciting performance, but she got the job done decision. Any thoughts on uh, her performance? The fight went exactly what I thought actually. So I was actually impressed with what Tracy did. She did smart. She was one, one going into the third and uh, she won the third round by, using her wrestling. She did really well, I think. And, I think, and Brian Ortega, who's her, who's her boyfriend, obviously, he was very realistic in her corner. He's like, hey, it's 1-1. One, one. You have to win the third round. Like, yeah. it wasn't like Pat Barry. He would have been like, yo, you're the best. You're the best. Like, two, it, Yeah, two ten eight rounds. <laughs> I know. Anyway, yeah, she got the job done. Yeah. Um, CJ Vergara wins a controversial decision over Clayton Rodriguez. Man, mm -hmm. I regret pick, not picking him last week. I really thought about him. I was so close to picking him, Marcel, plus the underdog. It is what it is. I actually don't even think he won the fight, to be honest with you. I thought that Clayson won the first and third round, but it was close enough that it could go the other way. Um, but even – I watch, again, I watched all the press post-fight pressers. They asked CJ, do you think he won? He said, no, I thought I lost the fight. He said, I was surprised the judges gave it to me. What do you think of that one, Marcel? I, I don't know. What do you think? I, resp I respect that, honestly, if, uh, if he said that. And, um, you know, I'm actually actually more pr proud that I picked Clayson because I think we were right. You know what I mean? So – yeah, but it's just one of those things where the value was on the other side, obviously. Plus, yeah, it is what it is. But yeah, Clayton, I think, won that third because that calf slicer was nasty as hell. And 
by the way, crazy how Charles Oliver is the only guy who has a calf slicer, and you almost saw the second one on the card he headlines, right? Yeah. That was – CJ said that he's never been in that position, had no idea he got defended. He was just trying to wiggle his way out. Um, and basically, like, you know, I think that the – I thought that Clayton dug really deep and won the fight. I really do. I thought that he did enough to win, but it was – again, it was close enough with not a robbery anymore, so there's no way I'd call this one. I agree. The other two fights, Lupe Godinez and Jordan Newsom, I think Ooh. they both look great. I thought Lupe looked phenomenal against Ariane Carlosi, who was – just not very good, honestly, Marcel. Unless she's on top position, pounding your face, and she's not good. Very limited off her back. And then Journey, for me, that was kind of the surprise. And then I was way, way off in that one. The guy me looked too. really good playing decision. I thought he looked good in this fight. Any other thoughts on those two? Yeah, I think we have to highlight uh, Lupi a little bit more here. Sure. Um, dude, she surprised me. I knew, I thought it would have been a close fight. I went with Ariani last week, right? And, uh, Dude, the top control was amazing. She dominated three rounds. Uh, she landed strikes. I had three 10-8 rounds, dude, and I don't know how the referee judges at that 30-27. I had a 326 myself because I gave you yeah, a second round. I, I, I can see hate, that. Yeah, I don't hate the. I don't hate your scorecard by any means. Yeah, but I I hate 30-27. That's bad. I don't hate. I don't like it either. But I mean, honestly, like. It's not like she was in, she was ever going to lose the fight. <laughs> I mean, like yeah. it wasn't like it was like twenty nine twenty eight. That would have been even worse. But yeah, I know what you're saying like they should have been at least a ten eight in there. The only um, thing that I thought didn't make sense is when they were uh, comparing her to when they comparing her to Esparza's wrestling or something. Really weird was that you know it's like she is not fight. Listen, this that was a really bad example because Esparza didn't look good in the title fight. But they were uh, they were. Comparing her to somebody who was fighting in the top three right now in the division, I was like, Lupi is not fighting a top 15 fighter right now. So it's really weird. But I hope she gets a top 15 next. She should, I think. She's very good. I mean, there's no doubt. She's good at what she does with the wrestling. Yeah. But again, you know, I, I got to see more on the striking. And the one time she did fight, and Luana was up a weight class, but she did yeah. get picked apart a little bit in that fight, Marcel on the feet. So I definitely think she's good, though. She's she's very good. And this was a great matchup for her. Um, Anyways, uh, and then Newsom, any any thoughts on him? Oh, very good fight by Newsom. And didn't expect his first official win. Actually, he had one, but it got overturned for Marijuana, I think. Um, by the way, what did you think of the balloon thing at the weigh-in? Because they talked about it after, but what did you think we saw? Yeah, what the, what the hell? So people were joking that it was like the It guy, like the, the clown from It. But he yeah. said it was like an anxiety thing where his uh, – he said he was, he's was he been using a sports psycho- – or psychiatrist, actually. And the psychiatrist was helping him out with his uh, anxiety and he said okay. to like hold on to his balloon or something. It's kind of a weird metaphor, but because uh, I was <laughs> okay. like, why does he have a balloon? <laughs> I was like, what the hell is this? By the way, what did Matt Snell give to Brandon Royval? By the way, did he give him like a gift card or something? Like, what was that? I don't know. I, I saw it, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what it is. That was kind of weird too, right? So, anyways, anything else you want to talk about with UFC 274? There's a few other things we'll talk about Bellator quickly and PFL, but I think I'm done with UFC 274. Yeah, me too. We're gonna move on. Okay, we get these last couple comments here, guys, from you. Uh, Jake Matthews looking for a fight. He's talking about for uh, Fialo. That would be a good one. Volk and Charles' thoughts. Uh, we talked about a little bit earlier in the show, man, if you want to rewind. But I think it would be a very interesting fight. You know, I think Volk could win that fight. Volk's very well-rounded. But at the same time, you know, Oliver is so dangerous. Um, this was a bad decision. I, I don't think it was a big decision by the judges. The wrong guy won that fight, you know. Give Lupi a title shot. Mm. <laughs> no way. Not yet. Not yet. But in the future, sure. Tatiana, I have no idea, man. It's too bad because I remember when she smashed Carla. I was like, this girl yeah. is going to be the champ. That was like five years ago now or something like that, like four or five years ago. So she hasn't fought in a while. The last time she fought was against Ansarov in 2019, I want to say. Was yeah. it 2019? Yeah, man. Uh, that shit. long ago. 
was it uh, against Chicago? Was it Norfolk or whatever you say? It was that? in Chicago. That was in Chicago. Oh, was it the Norfolk? Where what was it Norfolk? That <laughs> was Tito and and uh, Benavides. The yeah, but who was was Tatiana also for the Norfolk? I think. She, I don't. I don't. Let me double check. I, I yeah. could be. I could be wrong. I mean, I, I have a pretty good memory, but let me do it. Viviani Pereira. Did she? Yeah, she did. She did. Twenty seventeen, Marcel. It was a long yeah. time ago. I didn't remember that one. But uh, yeah, her last fight was in Chicago. Anyways, uh, let's do Bellator really quick, Marcel. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll go over that really fast. Did yeah. you get a chance to watch on the card? As long as you don't ask me about the main event because that fight sucked. Yeah, either way, garbage fight, but he got the job done. Um, not not surprised, right? Yeah, actually, they should have combined the, the events, dude. Carla versus Rose as a co-main and Beta versus Congo as the main. I saw someone joking saying, like, congratulations on Chia Congo and Ryan Bay having only the second worst title fight of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Such a bad fight. It was bad. Yeah. Um, how about Romero's comeback? Now, they're calling it a TKO at 459. Horrible. <laughs> if you bet on him by decision, that's a bad beat. Because Horrible. After the bell. Now, I know what people were saying. You can't be saved by the bell. I get that, but... I mean, it was like five oh, seconds after the bell rang. Come on, like, man. Yeah, that's a decision any day. Mike Beltran was the ref again, Marcel, for that one. It's not, it's not, it's, it's not, yeah, it's Mike Beltran who called it. He yeah, waved but, it off, yeah. But they should have, but if he waves it off, the commissioner next to the case should have said, it's a decision. Yeah. You know, it's not a TKO because the or the, the buzzer went and then he intervened like one or two seconds after. It's, it's, it's a decision, I you know? I agree. Uh, there's a few other fights. You, that your, that your guy, Davey Gallon, that you called was a showcase fight one. Yeah. Lawrence Larkin looked great. The, other, the only other fight I really want to talk about quickly was uh, Soren back against Charlie Leary. This is, I don't know if you saw this fight. Did you watch the fight? Did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, I saw it for sure. Dude, this is one of the worst decisions I've ever seen in my life. This is horrible, complete shit. And people were talking about corruption because at this point, like, how do you score that fight for, for Soren back? And especially 30 27. What an app. That's one of the worst scorecards I've ever seen. I think it was Dave Torelli, who's not a very good judge. Dude, Charlie Leary definitely won the first two rounds, and he should have won the fight at plus 650. You know? Uh, Dave Torelli had the baddest score, the, the worst scorecard. But how the fuck do they fly over crossed eyed idiot Sal D'Amato to right, France? That guy's just running the world. He's getting to go to Paris and Vegas. Unbelievable. And- the guy's a bum. He's a horrible. We talk about him every week on this podcast. So sick and tired of this guy. He's a complete dumbass. He's ruining guys' careers. And I had this. Actually, we even talked about this. But last week, obviously, I had you know we talked about um, the, the judging on here, and, and you know I said like they don't ever face sanctions. Why not? And you know I know Alex Bahuna, I don't know if he's in the chat right now, but he would, he said something about it on Twitter. And for me, it's like yeah, it's not as bad as refs because they can obviously like the guy can get you know permanent life changing damage. I get that. But when you steal someone's half their paycheck, Marcel, you don't think Charlie Leary could have used his win bonus? Oh, for sure. He had been in horrible decisions before, man. I know. I've heard. I've heard. Yeah. He's been getting screwed his whole career. So I'm just saying, like, you hurt people financially, dude. Then it screws them over. They might have to get a second job. Like, they might have to quit the sport. It's just sickening. So, yeah, and again, I mean, no one's going to do anything about this, Marcel. It was a really on a Belter card. No one even cares at this point, you know? I know. But seriously, dude, I'm not nice. But I just want to see Saldomato get kicked in the dick. Seriously, <laughs> I mean, fuck that dude. He's you know, podcast. He's, a, he's, he's Sal, you suck at scoring fights, man. I'm just being honest. Like, he's not good at it. <laughs> and it's not just one fight; it's the whole damn time. All the time, <laughs> all the time. All right, let's go to let's go to uh, PFL really quick as well. We'll do that really fast here, Marcel. Um, PFL, did you did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, I did. Any thoughts? Yeah, Kyla won right as she should, but there was a decision, wasn't a finish. Dude, so let me let me talk about this. 
Minus 10,000 was the closing line, Marcel. Yeah. But her to win decision was plus 500. How crazy is that? Uh, yeah. No one thought that would happen. Everyone thought you could just smash this girl. Um, I don't know if he listens to the show, but this guy, Zombie Prof, uh, no, uh, sorry, his name's a prediction guru. That's that's who he is. He's, he's at MMA Osbreaker. When this fight got announced, he was the only guy I saw saying, I think Marina's going to be more competitive than people think. Now, she's still lost, but I thought it would be a, a, a pretty fa fast stoppage. So I want to give that guy a little bit of credit because um, he did think it would be a closer fight. I mean, this girl's pretty tough. He's never been finished. So it's not like it was yeah. the no, best prediction ever or anything like that. But it was a good read because, again, everyone thought she smashed her and she was minus 700 wins out of distance. But I'm just bored of it, Marcel. It's just boring to me to watch her fight these girls that aren't even me in too. her uh, realm, you know? That being that we had Pattis on the card for, for and Roy McDonald. Yeah, we'll talk about those guys. They yeah. both look great, getting easy wins. Carlos Leal is another guy I want to highlight here. He looked phenomenal. I know Ray yeah. Cooper missed weight. I get it. He was still a plus 400 underdog and destroyed him. That You've got to give this guy a lot of credit, Marcel. And I think he's a – Marcel, he was in that LFA Brazilian tournament. I remember. The UFC could have signed him and they passed on him. Why? He's very good. Why did they pass on him? I don't know. He's good. I don't know. Yeah. Pacheco looked really good. She's the only girl that, besides you know uh, Kayla, that you know is like really good in that division. I'd say. Um, Jenna Fabian against uh, Julia Budd. She missed weight though, right? Yeah, man. No points. Sucks. No <laughs> points, but that was a big upset. I didn't see that happening, Marcel. No. There was actually a lot of upsets in the card. Delano Taylor defeat Joe Seferino. There was no yeah. odds because it was short notice, but he won. He would have been the underdog. Sadabusi was an underdog against Nikolai. Uh, your yeah. boy uh, Al Solali. Wins it's a split decision against Tebow. What a joke, eh? Like, come on, what a joke. Uh, and there's a couple other splits. Like, uh, Abby Montez, the girl beat Clarissa Shields lost. That surprised me, too. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of surprise in this card. PFL, in the past, PFL has been, like, a really easy card, easy promotion, and people, like, parlay them and everything. But mm -hmm. the matchmaking is getting better. The fighters are getting better. So that, I just wanted to mention that. Um, anyways, I, you know, that was a good pick, John. Carlos Leal is really good. And, again, Ray Cooper, he didn't look like himself, obviously. But – Ray Cooper is still extremely good, even with a couple of pounds weight miss. Um, he, he could have definitely knocked anyone out. So I'm just very impressed with you all. <sighs> I'm pretty much talked out, Marcel. I can't talk anymore. Are, are you you're good to go? Yeah, you don't have to bowl? I'm not tonight. I'm uh -huh. I'm done my season. We came in first place. I made some Congrats. really good money. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks. We came in first place. Made some really good money this year. And I'm happy about it. So it's nice. good. But yeah, we're done. I'm starting a Wednesday league in two weeks for the summer. So it doesn't really affect this podcast, which is good. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of splits, Sean. I'm just looking at the, the, the comments here. Anyway, I, I pretty much talked out. So tomorrow <laughs> – I know, I know. Tomorrow at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, we're going to uh, preview UFC Vegas 54, Marcel. Uh, Blachowicz uh, excuse me, versus Rakic. Because uh, Blachowicz is the uh, the higher-ranked guy, Marcel, even though the odds don't say he's going to win the fight. So I'm looking forward to talking with you. Freaking late card. Pardon? What are you going to say? Freaking late car, dude. 7.30 why, it starts here. Why, why, is, why is that? Is there something on the... I think it's like just basketball, probably. Like okay. the playoffs and stuff. Anything else you want to mention or we're good to go? We're good to go, I think, man. Plug your stuff. Bitmarcel24 on Twitter and Instagram and my articles on Eurosport.nl and then the Mixed Martial Arts section. Cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun today, Marcel. Glad, glad I have all you guys in the chat, man. A lot of lively chat today, which is awesome. Follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast, MMAOdsBigger.com. It's on uh, YouTube. It's on iTunes, Spotify, all those places. Um, you know, keep listening, guys. Keep liking, sharing, subscribing. You know, we more the merrier here. We're a very welcome, you know, podcast here. Love, you know, having other people's opinions. It's always fine. 
Uh, also, bookies.com, my best bets. I'll have them out this week, probably tomorrow or Wednesday. Uh, last week was okay. And then uh, what else we got? MAOzbreaker.com. So I got all the opening odds for the cards this week. There's a couple. And then MyMAOz.com as well. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week, Marcel, Monday. at or Sorry, we'll be back tomorrow, excuse me, Tuesday, <laughs> 5 p.m. Eastern, to break down UFC Vegas 54. So have a great weekend or a great night, guys. Keep saying, I keep thinking it's Tuesday for some reason. We talked so long, Marcel. Keep thinking it's Tuesday. Back tomorrow. Have a great night, guys. Peace.